Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I'm Ted Cluck, joined as always by Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. Um, and boys, we are uh, we are recording at at not the most opportune time. This is a Friday afternoon for us in the studio, so uh, we do this because we love radio and we love our listeners, and we want to get back on to uh, the typical sketch of dropping on a Monday morning. So uh, this is kind of a, a, a labor of radio love right now, and I want to tell you boys about something new. Uh, that's that's kind of coming down the pike with Lagaris Roasters, our coffee company. Ooh. So uh, if you haven't done so already, uh, visit happyrantpodcast.com, click on coffee, um, check out Hector Lagaris and the Happy Rant Signature Coffee Blend uh, that people are raving about all over the internet. Um, I got a visit, boys, from Hector Lagaris the other day, and he brought me some chocolate bars that he has infused with coffee grounds, and they were incredible. Dude, it was that sounds ridiculous. amazing. It had a little bit of a crackle, like a like a um, oh, Nestle like a Scrunch, crunch like yeah, yeah, like a Crunch Bar, except the crackle was provided by the coffee grounds. And dude, it smelled and tasted so heavenly. Um, Hector is uh, he's he's kind of sussing out ways to get this to the marketplace quickly. So uh, I think in a matter of weeks we'll have uh, Happy Rant chocolate bars, coffee infused oh, chocolate man. bars for the listeners. Which I'm that super sounds, pumped about. That sounds insanely good. I need one right now because I'm I, I need both chocolate and coffee to give me energy. Absolutely, it's three thirty on a Friday afternoon. We're all dead. We could use one of these uh, Happy Rant signature coffee bars. Uh, stat. Um, so people should uh, check out Lagaris Roasters. They should also check out uh, our live in Louisville uh, event page. Right, Pipe. Tell us about that event. Tell us about. Uh, where to find that online, how to buy tickets, etc. Yes, if they go to happyrantpodcast.com, that is our main site. So it's where you can find you, you can find information about the coffee and our missional wear swag and everything there. You can listen to old episodes. Um, but the, one of the feature spots there is uh, our, our event coming up on October 22nd. It is at one of the Sojourn campuses in Louisville, Kentucky. So for me, that's just a two and, two and a half hour drive north. Uh, for Ted, it's maybe three hours. And Ronnie is making a great investment to be there and driving many more hours. But he's in town for a conference anyway, so it works out as as he is wont to be traveling to conferences. But it's uh, it's from eight to ten in the evening, and we will mingle with listeners. We will have Lagaris Roasters coffee there. We will record at least a couple episodes, do a Q&A with people. Uh, you can come and just ask Ronnie open-ended questions like, how are you? Uh, what's your favorite music? Those are his favorites, as we discussed last week. Um, we already had multiple listeners volunteer to hit you with those questions, Ronnie. So um, it'll, it'll be a grand old time. And yeah, so it's just it's just a chance to get together and and uh, us for, to, to meet the people who support this podcast and then for you to see what it looks like for us to do this amazing, amazing entertainment. Uh, it does cost $10, and that is to go to help foot the bill for the audio and to pay some of our uh, – to, to, to make sure that Hector is compensated. And uh, I, I have to say, I need to clear something. For the weekend. That's I'm right. Scared. Yeah, just our, our uppers so that we can make yeah. it because 8 to 10 is really late for a bunch of old dudes. Um, I, I have to clear something up. I got called out by a listener because we were saying that we're not getting rich off this event – 
He went and bought tickets like an awesome listener. And then he said, but my bank statement showed that that went to Barnabas Piper's PayPal account. Um, and I just, I just need to be transparent and say, yes, that money does come to me. But really, do you want a pastor or a professor managing the money for this account? Wouldn't you rather have the business professional doing that? And I'll just, I'll just leave that there and say it's in trustworthy hands. Pipe, that's wow. big of you. That's big integrity. Wow. It's transparency here on the program, even though we are a huge business. Um, we frequently offer people uh, a peek behind the curtain just at how we do things, and I hope they're, uh, I hope they're pleased with that. Now, Pipe, would you say that um, what we have coming up in Louisville is a gala? Would you say that it's a, it's a happy rant gala of sorts? Um, I, I would – I mean, I feel like gala implies bow ties, or cummerbunds, and I, I don't like intend to. Although you did say you were going to dress up like Al Mohler at one point, and that also involves a bow tie. So there's Dude, a possibility. I may, I may still dress up like Al Mohler if I can locate the right bow tie between now and live in Louisville. I will. Uh, I will pop that on that night. And the reason I ask about galas is that Acts Twenty Nine, uh, the hipster church planning network that we all know so well, uh, recently had their annual conference, but they called it a gala. And um, I want to ask Big R because he's such a frequenter of Louisville. I, I think, Ron, don't you have just an apartment that you keep in Louisville for the rigorous conference schedule that you that you keep in that town? I ha- yeah, I have it. Well, obviously, I have a uh, I have a custom tiny house. That it's I a Airbnb. tiny house. It's a tiny it's an Airbnb. Airbnb. Like a former a former packet, a former shipping crate that has been retrofitted to uh, to your needs. Precisely. Lovely. It's a really minimalist. Nicely appointed shipping crate, though, Pipe. It's a, yeah, it's a minimalist shipping crate that I Airbnb when I'm not there for one of my four <laughs> conferences. That's know, right. So, yeah. So, and, Big uh, R, what, did you, yeah. what do you make of this? Did you go to this gala? Because you're, you're kind of affiliated with A29, are you not? No, I'm not, I'm not affiliated with A29 at all. I'm, I'm affiliated with oh. Sojourn Network. Sojourn. But, um, I have, That's right. but you know what, though? But I, I, you know, a, lot of, uh, a lot of Sojourn guys do uh, – they, they sort of uh, – they dip their toe in both networks. So some Sojourn so, guys so I, I misspoke. Sojourn is the hipster one. What's A29? What's like their persona as a – I think A29 was uh, – I think A29 were like the OGs, right? They were the OH. They were yeah, the they original were like, hipsters. Yeah, they were like plaid, plaid uh, and beards. Yeah, and then – uh, Sojourn basically split off at some point a few years back, um, citing hipster differences and mm, uh, hipster so, created differences. Uh, it, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, so we, you know, our aim was to be smaller and a little more uh-huh. uh, exclusive. And I should probably shut up. And uh, but that's what happened. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, but in terms of like why they're <laughs> in terms of in terms Just of why like certain dedications, and you'll be fine. Right. I mean, in terms of why Maddie Chan decided to uh, go with the with the term gala instead of conference, I mean, I, I don't know if they're trying to sort of posh it out a little bit or like to what the fair, deal is with I, that. I think it's in, I think it's it's instead of retreat because for every year, Acts twenty nine takes they all all of their lead pastors. Uh, I think it's just the lead pastors go to a retreat and they always do it in a nice place. Like they're they're looking to take care of the pastors. But this year they did it at the Opryland, the Gaylord Opryland Hotel in Nashville, which uh, it's you know it's it's more kitschy than it is fancy, but yeah. uh, but there's a lot of big meeting rooms and things like that, and uh, and they called it a yeah a gala or a gala or a gala or you know I don't I don't know the proper pronunciation for these things because I generally don't attend them. Yeah, but dude, yeah. I don't know if it was. I, see, that's the thing. So I don't know if it was for their 
retreat or if it's their really? conference. Well, they do like different mm. things. Like we do different things too. So like I don't know if this was like the retreat thing that they do like on the beach once a year or if this is their fancy wow. like – you know, we're getting a little more serious. This is our conference, but we're going to bow tie it out. We're going to Al Mohler it out. You know, we're going to. I think it was instead of the retreat, because that's generally in the summer. And usually, you know, spouses are invited and paid for as well. Like they, they really do it up to take care of, to take care of these pastors, which is the thing that I think is great. I just think it's really funny because it's like, uh, it's like, it's like, Watching a lumberjack get all dressed up for the first time is watching X twenty nine do a gala. It's like you might be right. You might be right about that. Yeah, this this like might be their summer retreat. Yeah. yeah, it's like a toddler dressed up for Easter. That's yeah, I mean, you know, they just want to they want to pro it up a little bit. You know what I mean? They don't want it to be they they, they want to move to the next level. When they go to exponential, they want to be able to say, hey, you know what? We're not just those dudes, you know, faking it in the uh, plaid shirts anymore and the suspenders. You know? Can I, I ask you kind of on. a can I ask you both kind of a hot takey question? And this is one that's gonna it's gonna bring me some abuse, and I, I acknowledge that up front. Um, and I, and let me let me preface this by saying I love I deeply love and appreciate what pastors do. That said, <laughs> nobody's necessarily throwing me a conference or a gala or a weekend at the beach just to quote take care of me. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I. I it's just a weird expectation. And is it is it because these are just affluent kind of high-end church planning networks where the understanding is all these kids kind of come from some money and they're used to a certain level of, you know, being taken care of and that's just what it looks like? But I, I don't know. I have friends in other denominations, you know, like American Baptists who, you know, like a, a retreat for them is sort of, um, you know, like Kool-Aid at a, at a depressing church camp in Alabama. You know what I mean? So I, I just think the scale is a little bit, is a little bit different. And is, is this sort of the expectation um, in, in these kind of circles that, that you get this sort of swanky, you know, pampering once a year? Yeah, I think uh, that's well said, Big T. Number one, um, the reason why you don't get any of this is because you're not a pastor and you don't need this kind of taking care of, you know. Dude, right. Number I clearly don't work that, as hard as, because, as pastors. Is that or is that because pastors are like little tender snowflakes? Yeah, I think it's a combo. And uh, number two, uh, I think the uh, so I think the mindset right behind like a two nine and sojourn is, you know, we don't want to be this like you know standing in like the courtyard of like a middle school with warm Kool Aid. We want to we want to up the ante a little bit. You know what I mean? We want we want to posh it out. We don't want to be the budget network. We don't want to just do the kind of things that have been embarrassing in terms of church conferences and retreats in years past. We Dude, think but it's who are okay. you impressing with that besides each other? You know what I mean? You're just, like, you're just impressing you're just impressing the pastors by saying, "Hey, we don't have to feel guilty about spending a little money to posh it out a little bit." That's also oh, it's saying. kind of a recruiting thing, kind of like if you join a two nine, you'll get to you know kick it on the beach with your lady once a year and, and yeah, drink, it's like, one of the selling points. Herb. Yeah, oh, it it's is. one of the selling points yeah, rather than it being yeah, rather than it being like one of this like rather than it being like hey, you know, for too long church conferences, denominational retreats, like they've been like really like subpar. So let's let's mm. like let's let's change let's change that reputation. We you know, we we can uh, we can do something that's that shows pastors that we are, you know, we care a little bit more and I think that's been the mindset behind it. So, now is there anybody pastors- asking if I mean, does anybody feel like that's a like a waste of money. I mean, I'm not saying it is. I'm just curious. It just seems like the kind of question that somebody would ask. Um, yeah, there's probably 
people that ask that question, but it's it's easily answered by saying, no, we value this kind of money being spent on pastors that that need like what we consider to be like a good time away where they are pampered a little bit because we know when they go back to their churches, you know, they, they might not get this kind of care. So huh. do pastors actually a- need extra care? Because I, I, I guess this that's is, what I was asking, Pipe. Not very eloquently, but you you said. I, I mean, I and and I mean, you know, I, I I made the joke about them being tender snowflakes, which is you know, it's no more true than any other job. There are some who are you know very soft and tender, and others who are tough and can take all of the shots. Uh, but it just so I mean, I I grew up in a pastor's household, so I'm familiar with the rigors of of the job, as well as the demands put on a pastor. And there is an element in which, um, you know, pastors are bearing other people's burdens more than other jobs. However, I also grew up in a house where my dad very rigorously took vacation every year, you know, so he would use his vacation time. He would put it all in a lump, you know, so one block of time and we would disappear and he wouldn't work. And Mm -hmm. so is this just sort of, and 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 he wasn't part of a denomination that that took them to to galas in Nashville where they dressed up in suits and ate fillet or whatever it is that they did. I saw a lot of very pretty pictures from my X twenty nine friends. You all look lovely. Uh, your wives all look more lovely than you do because they actually know how to dress for a gala. You look like little boys all dressed up. But, because you uh, married up, and she's so hot and. Yeah, because yeah, because media. because your wife is smoking, as you'd say from the pulpit regularly, or at least you did when you were a youth pastor, and every pastor out kicks their coverage. Um, that said, I don't. So I, I understand the rigors of the job. I also wonder, like, do pastors just need to be better about taking vacation? Is that is this just I don't in know, lieu it seems of like that? People in other walks of life just kind of manage this on their own. I don't know. Right. And this is an honest question. Like, I'm not trying to take shots. I'm genuinely no, curious no. why this is a special thing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's. A, I think it's a good question. I think so. The mindset behind. I know the mindset behind Sojourn and probably a two nine is that it's not. You know, it doesn't really serve as a vacation. I think what it is, it's about getting all the dudes together that are part of this network, and this is a way for them to just spend three or four days where they can engage, they can maybe um, establish some friendships that they, that they haven't had and um, they can get treated, you know, they can, they can get a little first class treatment. But I mean, again, all these guys would also say, well, dude, you got to take a vacation. Like there needs to be a vacay, you know, included in your sketch, you know? So I think that's, I think that's part of it. And I think part of it is breaking away from the old school, really, you know, horrible, you know, we're a denom that just, you know, does a once a year conference and nobody likes it. Nobody really wants to be there. They want to create something that pastors actually want to be at. I don't, yeah. I certainly don't think they're saying like, this is going to, uh, this is going to cover the rest of your days off and your vacation for the rest of the year because it doesn't. It's just they want to create an environment that's actually fun to be at and it's a little life giving and, um, you know, the food's better. So, yeah. I think, I think that makes sense. And I think if, if they're not making a claim that this is anything or like if they're not claiming the necessity of this, they're just saying, hey, once a year we want to do something special for our pastors. So like the, the leaders of the organization are saying we're going to do a express appreciation. We're going to do something special and we can afford it. Shoot, go for it. Have a good time. It just I just wondered if it's a if they're trying to sort of sanctify what is essentially a good time. 
And if so, that seems a little odd. If not, and they're just like, We're, this is just appreciation for people, then I hope they enjoyed their bow ties. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's anything. Yeah, you know, I don't think they're trying to overplay it as much as, um, you know, they usually bring out a good speaker or two. And, uh, you know, they brought out Zach Eswine for our retreat and uh, this year. And it's just really it's just getting to hang out. And um, they, they like to do it in a way where they pay for everything. You know, as you pay into the network, one of the things that, that you get for being a part of the network is that you get this really fun retreat that's all kind of that's kind of given to you and you know you don't have to it's no expense out of pocket and uh so yeah it's just kind of something fun and uh so yeah it's just a it's a party for three or four days you know and and uh you know i yeah like you just said big t like i'm sure some people are like man this is probably a lot of cash and you know how do they justify this and i think they justify it because they they want to model how to rest well and and how to do things not always on the cheap, which I think have been characteristic of of Denoms and networks in the past. And they they don't, they don't want to promote that kind of mentality. So I'm probably getting in trouble right now somehow. So I'm just going <laughs> to shut up. I and, think uh, it's I, I think Big it's T very has cool. gotten Big T has literally just gone noticeably quiet. Pipe. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't so care. I I think it is very cool that they fly out the spouses as well because I in my experiences in the church and in denominational things, usually the pastor's spouses are sort of forgotten. And so for those, for them to be part of the, the leisure and the extravagance and all of the fun, uh, and for that to be of value, I think is pretty cool too. Dude. I mean, when are we going to do our, when are we going to do a happy rant retreat all covered by Lagaris roasters? (laughs) I mean, that's, I mean, is 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 Jack willing to fund something like that? We're we're graduating right now from the retreat, and we're going to do a gala. Well, that's be fine, a gala. And, boys. We got to just we got to yeah. just pamper each other for about four days, man. That's that's. I think we're going to start in live in Louisville. You know, yeah. yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, I don't so I don't know how to don't. tie a boat. I don't know how to tie a bow tie. Am I still invited? People don't um, understand what we go through, you guys. I mean, just to bring <laughs> to, to bring something like this every week. I mean, we we really need the, some the pampering. rigors. You the, know, rigors the rigors of the job. Yeah, that's right. It's tough. What would this event have been called if uh, Mark Driscoll himself were still president of Acts Twenty Nine? Because it wouldn't, oh, not, it would not have been a ga- a gala at a fancy hotel. What would it? What would it have been instead? Oh man, I don't know I don't what know. it was. I mean, definitely, it definitely had a, na- it definitely had a name back in the day, right? When Driscoll was still running the show. I don't know. I was. Yeah, it's, it. it's just hard to picture like like uh, gingham shirts under blazers with. Uh, with you know, and 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 then like tables with flowers and catered meals with uh, with Mark Driscoll and his and his you know his leather dog collars and things like that up front you screaming know, at people. You are you are describing something so awesome right now, Pipe. I mean, that's <laughs> we, we need to we need to literally start thinking about something something like this for the three of us because I'm feeling you replace like the bow ties with leather out, dog yeah. collars and, and and we're there. You <laughs> and know. I'm in. Yeah, I, I think I'm feel I'm feeling the need for that right now. I mean this this podcast has become something unmanageable for me. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get our handlers on that. I'm gonna get Heck Lagaris on that. I'm gonna talk to some of our sponsors and see what we can do about that. You know for sure. And and really, if any of our listeners out there want to help with that, they can do that. Yeah. What did you say? Did you see Django Unchained, the Tarantino I picture? I did. I yeah, thought it was I wonderful. I loved it. I loved it too. But there there was the part with like. You know, just two dudes fighting to the death for for some people's entertainment. I feel like a Drisky <laughs> yeah, comp would involve some of that. 
you know? <laughs> That's true. It would absolutely in- involve an octagon. The stage would have been octagonal, and it's yeah. possible that there would have been actual fighting. Dude, octagonal yeah. is a great word that I've never heard anybody pronounce before. So thank like you, it. Pipe. Well, you're welcome. That just gave me some energy. I feel like I'm alive now. I feel like my Fridays were just transformed into octagonal. Is it octagonal or octagonal or octagonal? Octagonal. It's kind of like gala. I don't yeah, know where no, we're going leave, with leave, the- leave the word anal out of it. That never goes well. <laughs> well. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just trying to be. I'm just trying to pronounce it correctly, boys. I mean, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to do. I don't want to be caught. You know, saying something wrong. I love it. I love it. I'm glad boys. you have octagonal energy. speaking of such things and pampering and trips um one of the listener suggestions we're going to go listener uh listener generated suggestions for the next two topics one was what are our bucket lists people want to know what's on our bucket lists and um i guess i can kick this one off by saying that i don't really use the term bucket list nor do i have one because i feel like life is generally about sort of trying to do what I want to do anyway. Um, and I don't feel like there's a lot that would be on a list like that, that I haven't already done mm. or tried to do. Um, but I am familiar with the term and I know that it's a thing for some people, but I wonder a, if you guys are bucket list people and if so, what's on them. So uh, pipe, let's start with you. Uh, I don't have, I don't have like an official bucket list and that's, that doesn't tend to be my frame of mind because I feel like, uh, I feel like what that does for me anyway, I have enough, I have a hard enough time being satisfied with the life I live. And if Mm -hmm. I'm constantly thinking about all the things I haven't yet done, it feels, you know, empty, but there are some things I would love to do or places I would love to visit, you know? So if, if we broke this down into like, all right, well, what are the top three or four countries you'd like to visit? Well, that, that I could answer, you know, it's places like Australia, New Zealand. I would love to take a trip there. I would love to visit Ireland and Scotland. Um, I'd love to go to the Far East and, uh, you know, visit, visit China, Hong Kong. Um, but, but I don't have like a bucket list of things that, oh, I really want to do this thing. I'm, I'm also not the most adventurous person. Like I will try anything that somebody like throws in front of me. Like if I had a friend who was like, hey, I need somebody to go skydiving with me, I would totally go. But I'm hmm. never going to plan a skydiving trip. Hmm. Uh, if I, I've, you know, if I had a friend who was like, hey, I want to learn how to do bull riding. Okay, I'll try that. But I would never it's not a thing that I'm going to go out and do. So, I think I need other people to have bucket lists and then I'll just join them in doing their fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So, Ronnie, if you had a bucket list, I would join you in your fun stuff. Although I suspect your bucket list might be kind of boring. Dude. Whoa, wow. You're the one who was like you say that. Man, because, I got because guys, Ronnie, because Rachel the hell the Evans, I got to <laughs> Because because uh because Ronnie talks about anything outdoorsy like it's uh, at tolerated at best. So that uh-huh. sort of takes a lot of adventures off the table. Um, yeah. And then he has sort of this like, man, I'm fine kind of attitude in most cases, which means he probably isn't like chasing and aspiring to a lengthy bucket list of, of uh, novel experiences. Hmm. Interesting. Am I wrong? Uh, you are absolutely correct. <laughs> Um, I have never I feel justified I've like I've been around even right now and let me just say this right this is the first time that I've ever even given the thought of a bucket list more than like 
like in like 4.3 seconds of my life. Like my mind mm-hmm. so does not work that way. Um, mm-hmm. I have, I haven't like, you just named off a bunch of countries that you would like, <laughs> like I, like it's going to, you got to give me a minute here. Like, I don't even have that. Like, I don't even know. Um, like I tend to well, think more like the sojourn gala next year is in like Singapore. So you get to cross that off your, <laughs> your bucket list. Baby, <laughs> who needs, a, who needs a bucket list when you're part of the sojourn network and you have a gala dude, to right. go to every year. Dude, you right? got galas every year in exotic places. You'll be, you'll be fine. Yeah, I mean that that is my there I mean they've given me my bucket list. Why come up with something when you have somebody who's given it to you every year? Right? When you when you sign with Sojourn, they actually give you a bucket list like you know engraved in leather, you know, handcrafted. So, so They actually send me a they actually send me a wooden bucket and there's a list in it and whatever I fill out, they make my Dude, dreams come true. It's a vintage like artisan wooden bucket though. It's not just any wooden bucket. Well, of and, course, yeah. Obviously, yeah. it was it was actually used for milking cows on a rural Kentucky farm at one point. <laughs> that's right. That, that's they that that's that's where they got these buckets from. It's it's really remarkable how they. Okay, have the only place that I've ever thought of recently that I literally I didn't I didn't th- I didn't think of it in terms of bucket list, but the only yeah. location that I keep thinking I would love to go to someday is Iceland. That one keeps Ooh. coming back to me. <clears throat> yeah, so that's kind of. That would that would be in my top my top five or ten countries to visit for sure. I had a friend who went there last year and and uh, it looked and sounded from his uh, his experience amazing. Well, dude, Iceland is literally like it's literally like a magical country. Like there there's a mm. good chance like you're going to see like a magical otherworldly creature there if you go to Iceland. That's kind of what I believe about it. So that's why that's always kind of been in my head. Like you know, like if so, like when somebody comes back from Iceland and they go, you know, I'm not sure, but I, I think I saw like a fairy. You kind of go, oh well, yeah, because it's Iceland, right? So that yeah. that's kind of how I've always thought of Iceland because Bjork's there and she's kind of a magical creature. Uh, you know, I yeah. I've always thought, man, that's where I need to go. So um, there you go. There, that's why I want to go. That's why I want to go to New Zealand because like, isn't that where uh, hobbits live? Yeah, well, I think that's kind of the same kind of place. It just doesn't have quite the chilly, majestic sort of feel that that Iceland does. And I would, I'm going to go so far to say right now, boys, that I, I don't, I don't preclude us doing a live in Iceland event one of these days. Dude, I was just going to say that, man. We're on the same page. I would love to do a little live in Iceland. I'm I know sure we're we on the same page, page. too. Yeah, listenership oh. there. I don't yeah, even. Know. Fact, I mean, we'd have to get. We'd have to take a private plane there because I don't know what would happen when we got off the plane. And we need. We need yeah, security. Baby, it would be pandemonium. Like yeah, we need yeah. security. You know, it's going to be like the Beatles. So if you are an Icelandic listener to the program, please write. Um, let us know how much you'd in, like to see in live in Iceland. And, mm. uh, yeah, in English, obviously. And uh, we, we would love to come to Iceland. If any, if any Icelandic businesses want to underwrite and sponsor that kind of an uh, endeavor, we would be all over it. We're all over. You, you call me Snowmiser. I mean, that's, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I mean, I'm ready to be there. Maybe maybe Bjork will sponsor the podcast. I think Bjork Ooh. would be happy to do, or or Sigaros or one of these, you know, Icelandic, you know, like yeah. artists that that's all. Obviously, they're probably massive Rant fans. I don't even doubt huge. that for a second. Yeah, huge. huge, huge is the is the appropriate word. Yeah. <laughs> Pipe anything else on bucket lists? Any other bucket list items for you? I would I would love to visit every major league ballpark. At, like watch oh, a game at every single one. Wow. I, it's hard to call it a bucket list because if I died without doing it, I would not feel like my life was any emptier. But if I got a chance yeah. to do it, that would be pretty sweet. Hmm. Interesting. Big Interesting. T, what about you, man? Why don't you lay out some uh, some some BLs for us? 
It's tough, you guys. I think I'd like to do like uh, like time traveling. Like I'd like to go to the past because I, I feel like everything I want to do. Like oh, I was going to we get to just like make stuff up. I didn't know well, we could know. do fiction I'm stuff up right now because I, I thought one of them might be uh, like I've never gone down to like Florida or Arizona for spring training baseball. But then I was like, I want to do that in the 80s. You know what I mean? I don't want to do it now where it's all commercialized <laughs> yeah. and it's just like going to a regular game. You know what I mean? I want to go with like my grandpa where we can stretch out like gentlemen and just, you know, uh, I don't know, enjoy it like it like it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. So all, all of mine, I think, would re- require like some time travel as a key element. Big T, um, when you do that, say hi to my pops because he used to do that every year, man. Go down to – Did he really? Oh, Maybe dude, yeah, because that's where, the, that's where the Dodgers, like, that's where their farm team is, right? Isn't, isn't that where they, they are? Were in, uh, they, oh. were in, they were in Vero Beach, I think. Yeah, oh, was that Vero the Beach, Angels? Dodger Town. Yeah, the, Dodger Town. Yeah, Vero Beach is where the Dodgers were. The Angels might have been in Arizona. Did he go to Arizona or Florida? Yeah, you were you talking about Arizona, Big T? What were you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I said Arizona and Florida. There, there was the Cactus oh, yeah. League, that's in Arizona, and the Grapefruit League is in Florida. Oh, wow. Um, and it's Boy, like halfies, got- half and half. For, uh, got real the, creative with the names there. But. They did. Yeah, they, were, <laughs> they did a nice job with that. Yeah, they yeah. did a real great job with the Cactus League, right? They probably drank maybe, Cactus maybe one of your, uh Maybe one of your sojourn comps will be in conjunction with spring training one of these years, man. You know what? If that's true, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to I'm gonna bucket list. I'm going to grab my bucket list that Sojourn sends me every year. I'm going to write your name down as a potential speaker. And then that there way you, you can come down to Arizona. You can watch a little Cactus League and tell right. us something about you know, all that stuff that you know about. I can, I can wear my, uh, my flannel shirt buttoned all the way up to my neck and it'll be 150 degrees, but I'll still, yeah. I'll still wear it. Yeah. And, uh, Do that and talk about all the stuff you know about. I mean, what is some of the stuff you know about? Tell me right now. So I can, maybe you know all the list. stuff I know about. I'm not, I don't want to bore the listeners with it. Just the stuff. So just write the stuff that you know about and that'll be the stuff that they understand. Well, just, no, all you got to do is just um, put like speaker Ted clock and people will go, Oh, Ted's Ted speaking. Like that's, it's that stuff. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. That's it's Ted. It's Ted's Ted. Is stuff. A, Ted is a brand in and of himself. Yeah, dude, I'll put it, it in my vintage bucket and I'll, and I'll just drop it in a river and hope that it gets to the sojourn people. I know that you it mean will. like, you mean like bucket list in a bottle? Like something bucket like that. Yeah. That's where I, I like that, man. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man. I, yeah. I feel like bucket list in a bottle could be a song you write, Ronnie. I mean, Maybe if it I was wasn't already like the Jim Croce song. Like a Jim Croce song. Check this out. So I'm, I'm in my, uh, I'm in my, I'm in California last week and I'm, I'm in my hotel and uh, the uh, Lifetime channel comes on and they're doing a week in July of all of wait, their... Wait, so it just comes on, it just like springs to life as you walk in. It just springs to life. Like I didn't, I didn't click on Lifetime. Lifetime just popped in. That's I, walk, I walk That's in and the TV just... TV. It was like I was in Iceland and the TV just magically comes on and mm-hmm. uh, Lifetime channel pops up and they're playing a week-long... They have a week-long series of all of their best Christmas Lifetime movies... Oh, and I'm, I'm looking do. around thinking like, what, yeah. right, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm thinking like, right. like, is this a practical joke by like you and Pipe? Like, I wasn't sure what was going on in the moment. Um, Maybe it's but I ha- Did you even go to any of your meetings or did you just watch but like, I don't, the Christmas? I don't, do that. I don't go out of season like that. Like, I'm not an out of season guy. I'm, I'm, I get offended by things of that nature. But sure. literally sure. there was this one... There was this one Lifetime Christmas movie, and I, it came on. I'm trying to finish, like, prepping for this talk I'm doing. And uh, I'm telling you, it just really roped me in, and I watched the last half of it. And I, I want to confess that to you guys right now and to our listeners that normally I don't do that, but I did. I was at a Hyatt Place, Big T, which I sent you the picture of. You saw it, so I'm not I making did. this stuff up. 
I'm not making nope. this up. And uh, I, I finished it. I finished the, the Lifetime Christmas movie, and I mm. I feel bad about that because that's out of season for me, and I don't typically do that. That wasn't a bucket list item for me at all. But um, wow. I just want to I, I want to have a vulnerable moment right now and uh, and just uh, let that one off get off my chest a little bit. So wow. anyway, wow. yeah, that's huge. I mean, everybody everybody slips up now and again. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, just don't. I mean, you got You got to work on that, but. But everybody makes yeah. mistakes. You're in good you have like an accountability guy for that, like a Covenant Eyes guy. You can just text him and be like, dude, I looked at some <laughs> Christmas movies in July. You know, I just want to come clean. I want to be upfront about that. <laughs> well, maybe you know, maybe I don't. You are that, That's why I'm doing what I'm doing right now. I'm, if, I'm, if, you, if you haven't called him, right he's, he's already seen the report that was sent to his inbox. And it was like, yeah. Ronnie, like, watched, oh, the Christmas uh, sweater. Yeah. Ronnie watched Christmas yeah. socks. Yeah. And uh, – <laughs> And and he's get, I mean, he's just he's sweating trying to figure out like how do I confront Ronnie about this like okay, we got to meet for coffee. It's gonna be a tough uh, conversation. And yeah. yeah, and I just got I got to bring it up like I have to go to him about this and be like Ronnie, what's you know I saw the Christmas socks movie. Hey, but Christmas when- socks is offensive, man. You don't have to go to those places. You're better than that, man. Let's not. Let's Sorry. not bring this down into the gutter. You know, with Christmas. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to make I didn't mean to make it dirty. My bad. Christmas movies in July. It's every man's battle. You know, and and. You know, don't don't sit here and tell me that you haven't been tempted by the same thing. You know what I mean? I know. I feel I feel like I'm I feel like I'm getting some encouragement from you guys, but then I feel like it's there's a little bit of snark behind that, and I'm just I'm trying right now in my weakness to understand where that's coming from. So, Ron, I'm not going to sit here and say that I haven't looked at Christmas movies in July. I have, you know. But but see, this is this is the privileged position that I have because if my struggle is not your struggle, I get to judge you for it because that's how it works, and this is not my struggle. Uh, mm. I, I, however, watch mm. baseball movies in the off season, so that's my struggle. It's unique to me. So you I will watch the San- for that. I'll watch the Sandlot in January. Um, oh boy! But, and I, I just I have to I have to get that off my chest. So. Guys, this sounds like we have some we have some things to do off the air now that we have to work out. We have some serious uh, conversations I think ahead of us. Well, we might need some stuff that we're dealing yeah. with. Is thing. right. We, we might need to bring in somebody from the outside to to help us with this. This is sweet. <laughs> Should we get Paul, Paul Tripp's mustache to come help us? My I think is that Paul Tripp, if you're out there and if you listen to the program, I mean, we would appreciate you uh, joining us on some pre-show prep so that we can get some things off our chest. Boys, you know Pauly T is a listener. I mean, Oh, there's no doubt. Guys, um, let's say hi to Pauly T real quick. Hey, Paul. Hey, Pauly, what's Paul. up? Trip. Yeah. It's good. good. Thanks for listening. Yeah, loyal Thanks listener. Listening. Boys. We've got time for one more quick topic. This is another good listener suggestion. And the question is this, would you invite a neighbor to church? And I think, I think what the listener was getting at was just given like, uh, I don't know, some of the, some of the unique things that happen in churches and uh, just kind of the, the uniqueness or weirdness of our subculture in general. Like, would you, would you actually invite a neighbor to church? Um, and I'll, I'll start with you, Big R. You're a pastor, you're a man of the cloth, church planner. So obviously you have... I would assume invited people to church. Um, what, what do you make of that question? Yeah, I mean it's a good question, man. I think I think I get the uh, I get the sentiment behind it. You know, I'm in a smaller community, right? So what happens is I'll I'll get to talking. I don't know. It's, I don't lead with that. You know, eventually people know what I do, and when they find out what I do, um, you know, it's kind of a natural next step for me to say, well, hey, you know, why don't you? You know, why don't you join us in the warehouse? We meet on Sunday mornings at 10, you know, and, and just see, I, I kind of just, I throw it out there and I see where it goes. It's, it's yeah. usually the most unsuccessful uh, invitation I give out because I have not, it's not produced a lot of fruit, you know, in that way. 
but um, but yeah, but I but I can I can see why people would be messed up about it in some ways. Um, it, it's something where it's uh, it feels very agenda fueled, and, uh-huh. uh, and and so and I think I think it happens. I think and I think people are funny about it, especially when it's the only thing they get from somebody instead of any further type of like uh, you know you know desire for relationship or, or anything beyond that. So yeah, I think I think you have to handle it with care. But yeah, I, it's come out of my. It's come out of my lips a few times, no doubt. Yeah, I don't I think I would cold. I don't think I would cold invite somebody. You know, like when churches do the, well, bigger churches. Maybe it's just in the south. Do the uh, do the big like seasonal thing. So it's like a big Easter service, big Christmas service, and they're like invite your neighbors. You know, and they'll do go do like doorknob hangers and things like that. That that feels very strange to me. Mm-hmm. Or just like a, somebody I don't know well being like. Hey, I know we haven't really talked before, but uh, would love it if you came to church with me on Sunday and experienced a really strange ritual where we sing songs in the key of Tomlin, and uh, and then somebody shouts at us for twenty five minutes, and then uh, and then there's an altar call, and then we go home. Um, twenty five is all your guys going? Are, That's incredible. Are you describing the Trinity Church right now? Or, I mean, what are we? Maybe. Where are we at with that? Right? What are we talking about, man? Um, I was. That was. That was like a. Uh, that was a mashup of, of church experiences. <laughs> yeah, uh, if I went to a church, if I went to a, a more reformed church where the sermon was like 45 minutes, I might be even less inclined because nobody wants to listen to 45 so, minutes of a sermon. Here's the thing, man. I do go to a reformed church where, where the sermon is every bit of 45 minutes, if it's a minute. <laughs> so, and I do invite people to church. I try to do this, but, but I brief my people in great detail <laughs> about do you what have, they're like, a print up? It's like here. Read this first, dude. You, you I have a print out. I actually have a flyer. Yeah, yeah. you wear a la- you wear a lanyard that just lays out like everything that's going to be the entire liturgy that morning, dude. I give them a lanyard with the entire liturgy. So, being that it's a, it's a reformed church and, and and we're kind of down with the Puritans, I mean, they're looking at every bit of two hours. All right, if they think they're going to be in and out of there in less than two hours, they're not. Sweet mother of holiness, that is horrendous. Yeah. Oh, pipe, and and they're looking at standing for at least an hour of that. Okay, so I tell them how it's going to be how much of it is like stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down, stand up. You can be like, you can pitch it as like an exercise class. Well, dude, I tell them it's going to be it's going to be a leg day. Okay, so they're looking at leg day. So you don't want to do <laughs> legs on Saturday, all right, and and then right. and then go and do legs again on Sunday. So you you got to give the you got to give the quads a rest, all right. So um, wow. I, I tell them maybe ice packs afterwards, a little ice on the knees after. <laughs> um, you know that's that's kind of the key to. You know, to really excelling in a reformed context. Man. Is that provided by your reformed Baptist church? It Maybe. does. We have a training room actually, so they can get a little rub down and sit in the cold tub. You know, a little bit after after the service if they need that. So, um, you know, Pipe, we, you're at a, you're, aren't you at a Presby church now, dude? Your services should be like every bit of two hours. I mean, what are you? Well, talking baby, about? I'm at a I'm at a reformed kind of Southern Baptist church. So yeah, but Pipe's uh, at like a reformed Presby church, right? I can neither confirm nor deny that since I still work in the SBC. So, right. oh wow, did I just ruin everything? I, uh, yeah, no, you didn't ruin. It. You know, I, you know, I go to a church that's, you know, they do some things with some Keep stuff. Serious, yeah. yeah. And, a, lot of, uh, a lot of baby stuff going on there and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, I mean, there are a lot of babies at the church. Yeah, and uh, some some wet dedications here and there, and. Uh, Damn. Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been 
I've been test driving this thing for a little bit and uh, the tires pipe. No, it's you're... it's not it is not a two hour service. It is like an hour and twenty minutes. There you go. That, I knew you could in, justify it. I knew you could justify and that it. And that and that includes communion every Sunday. Of course, Dude, we, we so, go communion every Sunday as well. Yeah, for sure. yeah. But you guys got two hours to fit it in, so of course you do. You should be able to do communion twice. Dude, and, I'm starting to do. You know what I recommend for for our visitors too? Just bring a little Cliff Bar. You know, just a little something for you know, like halfway through. You know. Um, or just Otherwise, tell, just tell the church it. to, you know, do cliff bars for communion. You know, I think that's a better idea. <laughs> so, can we do yeah. communion mid service so that I can make it to the end? And Guys, we give big helpings. We give Dude, everybody a cliff bar. I love this. We do, we do yes. full size whatchamacallits for everybody for communion. <laughs> you know, that's we give everybody a hot pocket. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's cliff, cliff bars and red Gatorade. Yeah, exactly. Right. Dude, that's that what we're be- doing. That would be great from a just like replenishing the the nutrient standpoint. I'm well, and I think lie. a lot I think a lot more people would be more excited about it if we're just going to be blood honest about it. If Let's we're going to be, be Puritans, about it, I feel like that's the Puritans. You what full size whatchamacallits? Is that where those candy bars came from? Are they that old? Yeah, that's a delicious <laughs> candy bar, man. I mean, I'm not going to lie. That is an unbelievably delicious candy bar. Baby, what's no, a whatchamacallit, the- man? I, I have to be honest. I can't remember like what Oh, that- my gosh, Big T. I want you to get off this program and go buy yourself a full-size whatchamacallit uh, ASAP. Baby, I mean, listen to me. I'm talking business right now. What are what are the odds we could get a whatchamacallit sponsorship? I mean, probably slim, but it if we did... Me- listen to my logic, baby. It strikes me as not a top-tier candy bar anymore. Like, we're not in that Butterfinger kind of Snickers... You know, echelon. No, there it's not. No, it's not. A, it's not on that level. But it's it's definitely. Like it kind of used it, to be a contender. You know what I mean? It's a B list. It's a B list candy bar for sure. Right. Yeah. If it yeah. if we, it was a if it was a reform pastor, it would be who? Who's a B lister? Who's who's solidly in the B list for us? I mean, it, it would Thorne. be a Jared C. Wilson. It'd be a Jared yeah. C. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a Joe Thorne or a Jared C. Well, I mean, Joe Thorne's more of a C. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a Jared C. Wilson, I think. Dude, Thorny's a high C, low B. Thorny's like a B minus, yeah. C plus. You know? But see, yeah, but, but yeah, Jared C's like a B plus, A minus. So yeah, That's I, what I I'm would saying. say. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think Jared C would be a whatchamacallit. <laughs> Interesting. Like if you're really I mean, that, I mean, let's, let's flesh this out on our next let, let, let's flesh this out a little bit more in the next podcast. Pastors as candy bars. Yeah, like pastors what candy, candy bars, bars are they? I like yeah. I like this. All right, I'm I'm writing this one down cuz otherwise I guarantee we'll all forget by the time we hit Rachel the Held Evans. Yeah. Which and we'll talk now, we'll I talk think. about what we'll talk about what candy bar she is too. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I shudder to think. Uh, all the <laughs> things that I I just stopped myself from saying like four things. I just stopped myself from thinking. Yeah, I did too. I'm just I'm just gonna laugh because it's way safer than using words. Baby, express your thoughts right now. I want to hear what's going on in that in that big T brain of yours. <laughs> Baby, I'm not expressing any thoughts because anything I say would I'm be- begging you to <laughs> express your Kenan thoughts. will be Kenan will be used against you in a, if in there a is behavioral a thought, hearing. Please in express college. Baby, if I'm there's ever trying- been a thought in your mind, please express it. I'm just trying to think of the perfect candy bar pairing for Rachel the Held Evans, which is going to be a it's going to be a little bit of a challenge. I'm not going to lie. So let's take some uh, time, and by time yeah. I mean a week to think about That's it. Right. I'm going to take yeah. a few days to think about it, and um, you know, I think I think we're all going to come back a little bit more energized for this conversation, baby. We, for the love of everything good and pure, end this podcast. If we wrap the program, that's what I was saying. I was about to wrap the program, boys. We've wandered to and fro. 
And uh, until next time, Rachel the Held Evans. The Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings. If you go to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast. If you're tired of parenting advice and news headlines that are more confusing than assembling IKEA furniture, we've got just the podcast for you. My dear friend Abby and I are here to help you navigate the parenting roller coaster. Should your kids be on social media? What should you tell a friend facing an unplanned pregnancy? These are just some of the many questions we tackle on our podcast. Subscribe to The Real Deal of Parenting wherever you find your podcast.